This podcast is brought to you by Florence Filter, the leading company in air filters. They care about your air and have been since 1971. Good morning, everyone. This is Brandon Matloff in Los Angeles. Welcome to the Stella Oak Mavens podcast, where we feature different mavens in different fields. A maven is an expert of an expert. They are the go-to person who you would want to ask all the questions to before making a decision. The purpose of our podcast is to help the consumer be more knowledgeable. If you are interested in learning more about digital marketing, this is the podcast for you. Our guest today is Alicia Johns, the founder and creative director of Lish Creative. Starting out in freelance, Alicia took her creative passions and developed her own agency where she serves as a creative director and helps companies really brand themselves. Working with name companies like Benefit Cosmetics and Delta, which I'm excited to hear about, Alicia will be joining us to tell her story and provide some insight into the increasingly important realm of digital marketing. Welcome, Alicia. Hi, thank you so much for having me. So when you were starting out in Pittsburgh and you were branding companies, is this something you knew you were going to get into and and do long-term? Or was it something that you were kind of trying out and you ended up uh, having a passion for? Well, I was kind of trying it out. I always knew that I wanted to work in advertising. I wanted to be a creative director initially, and this internship was kind of a writing internship, so I started as a copywriter mainly, and as I went on, it kind of developed into other things with the, you know, the rise of Instagram and all of that came into play, but I really started as a writer. So when you were writing, what did you used to write about? I would do different admissions materials for colleges and universities. So a lot of our clients at that internship were it was higher education. And we would work on, you know, those little flyers that you get in the mail, the emails that you get from schools, all these things to make schools more appealing because it's such a tough market right now, especially private liberal arts schools. So, and then, so, okay, I hear you doing the, the writing and then something must've happened for you to say, you know what, ultimately I could, I could see a career in this. I could, I could see, I could take this thing to the next level. Was there something, was there a pivotal point or something that happened while you were writing that made you say, Hey, you know what, I think I can do this and maybe even better than how I'm, mm-hmm. I'm currently working. Well, it was really Instagram. Instagram was the turning point. I was an early adopter. I started utilizing it for fun. Um, you know, as with dreams of becoming a creative director, I really needed a way to build a portfolio, and Instagram did that for me. So I took pictures of things that I thought were cool, that I thought were fun on the nights and weekends, and that really turned into my job. So let's assume that we have a, a lot of young listeners listening to this and um, they're in college, maybe they're in law school or, or getting their MBA, or maybe they're mm-hmm. doing their undergrad and their parents really expect them to graduate and then get, get a, a full-time uh, job. And that's the expectation. And really there, there is no expectation to be an entrepreneur, um, but they, they feel like they want to be and they're concerned mm-hmm. that maybe their, their parents would not 
um, help them in that manner as maybe you got a little bit of help because you, you saw the entrepreneurial behavior of your parents pay off. So what kind of advice would you, mm-hmm. would you give to them? That's a great question. I, I've seen a lot of people go through that. I think starting as a side hustle is the best way to kind of prove your concept, prove your business. You know, something that made my parents so comfortable was the fact that they could see that I was making money, <laughs> right? So they could see that this was a viable business that people had a need for this because I was like, oh, look, mom and dad, like, I my income is now matching what I'm making at my full-time job, right? So I think that's a big part of it is starting out small to kind of prove your concept. I, I love it. It shows that, you know, you were willing to take the risk on doing it, but at the same time, you kept something going. And then once you realized you're ready to go all in, uh, you know, you explained it to your parents and you went through it. You had a, you had a plan in place to make sure that you could accomplish this. Did anybody help you with this or did, was this a hundred percent on your own? Um, like the plan to leave. Uh, not necessarily the plan to leave, but just more lines of like, you know, starting, starting the company. Did you have like some mentors that helped you? Uh, people that yeah, gave I, you had a, I had a few mentors that would, you know, suggest me and give me work and um, that kind of thing from the agencies that I worked at. And I met some people through Instagram that would also recommend me for projects and that kind of thing. So the internet, people on the internet really helped me a lot. So yeah, it was good to have people that were referring. So let's pivot now to uh, Lish Creative, the, the company that you, you founded. So wh- like, what do you guys, what does Lish Creative really do? We create photos, videos, and stop motions for a variety of fashion, lifestyle, and hospitality brands. And why do people go through a company like yours versus a competitor or someone else? Well, we attract brands that have our same kind of bright and vibrant style. And it's usually companies that have an internal social media team, but maybe they need a little help. Maybe they need help with the concept. Maybe they have a new product launching and they want a special stop motion to share that with people. When um, a company is is being evaluated by you guys to see if there's something you, you can do, is there sometimes mm-hmm. where it wouldn't be a good fit, like a, maybe a certain industry, like if it was aerospace or cars, or <laughs> yeah. is, there, is there certain industries or, or companies that you would decline to work with because of the type of industry they're in? Definitely. I mean, I think for us, the best fits have been a lot of beauty, lifestyle, hospitality, because they're bright and fun and colorful. I don't think a dark and moody brand would do well with us. I mean, as much as we can adapt, we also work with a lot of brands that target females. Uh, A lot of the work is so feminine and fun and pink. Um, It's rare that we'll work with a brand whose target audience So when you're working with different females on on putting together a brand strategy, how does it start? Like, how do they reach out to you? They say, "Hey, I've got a I've got a brand. I I need some help in in uh, outreach. I want to do something on the marketing side." Like, how does how does it actually work? Mm -hmm. So we start with a 
a brand discovery and we find out like who they are, what they're trying to do, who they're trying to target, what age is their target, um, what gender is their target, where does their target like to shop, you know, all these questions to try to get a sense of what we can really help them with, whether it's content for their Instagram or a video for their website. Uh, we ask questions to try to figure out how we can help. And so do you guys actually create the videos? Like, do you have a videographer and, and photo people that yeah. go out and see them? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm actually the primary photographer in the company. And then I have a team of videographers, editors, stylists, wardrobe designers. I, I bring in these different people to help with their projects. Okay. And then where where is the scope of your, your practice? Is it um, just locally, what areas do you work in, or does it matter? It doesn't matter, actually. Um, I have a retainer client now that they're based in Hong Kong. So I've, we've worked with brands all over the world, really. Um, but for clients who want to be there in person to attend a photo shoot, they are in L.A. usually, unless they fly in, which I've had happen before, which is kind of cool. How can our right. listeners, before we wrap up, how can our listeners uh, connect with you or follow up with you if they want to learn more, if they're interested in either um, creative marketing for them, their own companies or, you know, they're starting out and they want, they want to learn from you? What's the, what's the best way for them to follow up with you? Sure. Our website is lishcreative.com. We're also lishcreative on Instagram. And my personal Instagram is at alishylishy. And that's the best place that you can get in touch with me. Awesome. Well, thank you, Alicia, for so much for uh, spending the time with us today. This has been a Stella Oak Mavens podcast. We empower you, the listener, to take control of your life. If you enjoyed this podcast, please stay tuned for the long version to release this Friday. You can follow our Instagram at Stella Oak Mavens for updates and more information about the podcast.